here we go. Here we go. Thank you guys for coming. Seriously, um, I told myself I'm gonna try not to fanboy. Although, like, that's the whole point of this. You're <laughs> so, too kind, friend. You're too kind. Yeah. Um, I know you, Lou, because I was looking for a new band, and I was like, hey, these. I heard that you, these guys, Discord Theory, needed a, a new drummer, and I looked you guys up, and I'm like, oh my god, no way. <laughs> and, and then I realized, uh, actually, I don't think I can play that music, but. We were able to play in another band, yes. and that was an awesome experience. Yeah, so I'm just so grateful to have met you, and like through him meeting you, Stephen. I'm it's, here. It's the coolest thing. Um, you guys are like one of my favorite local bands and bands in general, because not just because of your music, but I know you at a deeper level now. And uh, there's something special to like the quality of you guys as humans and the quality of your music. So well, that goes both ways, man. That's Absolutely. why we're here, and thank you for having us. Yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, I want to start out because I, I don't even know, like, how did you guys meet and how did you become a band? He started the band a, a little while before I was kind of introduced to the project. Um, and it's been through several iterations, you know, members kind of in and out, this, that, and the other. But um, I don't, like, when did you actually like, because, well, take uh. it away, Lou. <laughs> Essentially, the band started as like kind of the fallout of my previous band, and I still had a lot of songs that I really enjoyed. And but I, uh, they used to have a lead singer in the other band, and I was more like the co-vocalist type. But everybody would always tell me like, "Oh man, you should sing your songs. You write the songs. It's better when you sing them. Why are you having someone else sing them?" So I finally took that to heart and started a project where I would be more of the lead singer. And then, then I was like, man, lead singing is hard. So I asked Steven to come sing with me too. So no, but uh, essentially our other band member, Anthony, he was a bass player and a longtime friend of mine. He was working with Steven at Starbucks and then he introduced us and we were looking for another guitar player. And um, it quickly, we, me and him quickly hit it off through like movies, comic books, jokes, you know, and uh, laughing our butts off all the time. And then I heard him sing, and I was like, dude, I don't care about sharing the spotlight. You got to sing with me, too. Like, you have a great voice. Let's do it together. And uh, ever since, it's been a fun ride, yeah. But that's about the beginning, so. I, uh, I, every time I listen to you guys, I'm always impressed by the shared vocals. I love that. It's like uh, there's several bands that come to mind, but, like, Taking Back Sunday does a really cool job of yeah, it. Yeah, like, huge influence. It's, it's not just one person. It's like it makes the songs so much more dynamic and so much more fun and you guys have great compliments to each other we have very different voices lewis you can i mean you can hear him when he talks he sounds like a sexy suave hispanic man yeah. very raspy and whatnot and i sound like a chipmunk so it's like you know for whatever reason those two things blend very nicely together and that's yeah. fun oh We're yeah a lot of layering and uh that you can do over vocals and a lot of perspective stuff that i really enjoy doing as far as like trying to st tell a story through the songs and kind of having another voice to kind of personify that other perspective through the lyrics. I really always thought that was cool and something we try to do a lot. Absolutely, yeah. I've no I noticed over time listening to you guys that your songs are more story-esque mm -hmm. and having that extra dynamic adds to the story. It's just like two characters rather than one main character. Yeah. yeah that's so cool. Uh, I, I wanted to ask, what year? was this that you formed your band? So I don't really that. count the band officially being started until Steven joined and Aww. he joined in the, about early summer 2017. But I was already kind of starting working on the songs with Anthony and a couple other people that we kind of had going in and out. 
uh, around late 2016. But then, yeah, like I said, I didn't really start materializing until Stephen joined in the summer of 2017. Sure. And you, you had mentioned that, like, you guys hit it off personally. I've always known every single band I've been in, every... First off, the music realm, I haven't met, met many bad people. It's always, there's always these shared common interests and people are so genuine. You almost have to be in order to do it right or else you're really going down a, a bad path. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, it's cool to hear that you guys hit it off and then you're like, well, you can sing, you know, it's just, yeah. it's, a, it's, it, it's so common. And uh, yet only in music, I think, or the art realm, it's the most common, you know, business and other things. It's a just different realm. I, that's why I love music, it's so authentic. And it's universal. Absolutely. I would say you can tell when it's not authentic. You know, it really shows whether it's in the music or, you know, the quote unquote branding or whatever you want to say. It always comes off when it's disingenuous. So mm-hmm. that's something we also try to do for better or worse, sometimes try to be ourselves as much as we can in the content, you know? Okay. You don't go wrong. <laughs> and honestly, just like in life, if you're trying to be two different people, have fun with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, another thing. I mean, I have my theories, no pun intended, about <laughs> about what uh, your band name means. But I want to hear it from the horse's mouth. Oh, uh, the the story, the story, the story, the yeah. saga. Um, do we even know? Basically, not. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we do. It's just kind of um. Always when uh, we were starting the band, and it was more like me and Anthony before Steven kind of joined the picture, we were just trying to throw in words that kind of describe the band in a way that was very important to me. Like when you hear the band name, it describes the band in some way. So we have a lot of, try to throw a lot of curveballs as far as styles and tempos and dynamics in the songs. So we're kind of name shopping different words, and those two just kind of clicked, and we thought it sounded cool. and. We like Lincoln Park, so, you know. (laughs) (laughs) It's also kind of like the idea of, like, we all come from different musical backgrounds that, in theory, probably shouldn't work together, and that's where the discord comes in, Uh but somehow it does. So I think that's kind of where it really starts to fall into place. That's awesome. It really, that's honestly for, in my personal opinion, that's where art and music, that's where it's at. Mm -hmm. Where you, because you're, you know, you're all painting five dudes or four dudes or however many people are in the band are painting one painting. You know, it's like that painting gets really cool and dynamic once all these different flavors are added. It can get plain and bland if we're all the same. Yep. So, um, yeah, it's there's something special to it. You guys capture that so well. Um, you know, hopefully by the end of this episode, people will go right to Spotify or whatever they listen to and check you guys out because they'll know it, all of this will resonate. I mean, there's no doubt. Um, I want to ask, early on, um, I'm curious about your process of writing songs, you know? So, like, how, what's the birth of the idea? And then how do you guys hash through the, you know, sifting through the ideas of that one song and come to a conclusion? How's that process look like? Uh, well, either I or Steven will come up with some kind of foundation to the song, and then... I would usually take inspiration in how the music actually makes me feel or sound to kind of write some vocal melodies and some structure to the songs. And then I bring it to the guys and then they kind of help me sift through the mess to make it a full Discord theory song. Yeah, a lot of times Lewis has come up with ideas just like him and an acoustic guitar, which like when you hear the full band all together, you're like, how in the world does that sound acoustic? 
that's how they usually start. And then we kind of start throwing parts together and go, oh, what if we messed with this part and added in all X, Y, and Z weird things? And I think that's kind of where a lot of the charm of the music end up, ends up coming from is just what was totally a bare bones, as simple as could be song. And then all of a sudden, all right, now we've got probably like one of the best bassists in Tampa throwing his will like wild licks all over everything and then I come from a jazz background so I'm like thinking very melodically and he is totally into more of the post hardcore world and everything like that so kind of throwing everything together and then you know having a drummer start start throwing out oh, what if we put a breakdown under that part and when halftime here and it's like all right now we're talking but you know it all started out as like a very like singer songwriting bedroom almost like bedroom pop kind of deal at first. Yeah. We really try to keep it as bare bones as possible. That's a good way to put it in, especially me when I do have like an idea for a song. Like back in some of my older projects, I might have been like, all right, here's what the lead guitar is going to do and here's what the bass line is going to do. But working with Steven and Anthony, who's not here, um, and whatever drummer we're working at, at the time, uh, it's I really just want to hear what their takes on the song is going to be too. And don't get me wrong, there are times where I'm like, well, I did have an idea for the bass line. Maybe we could do something like, or the guitar part. But it really, I try to see what everybody else comes. And then that usually inspires me to come up with something even greater or something else or, I don't know, yep. more singing ideas or whatever. That's, that's where the magic is mm -hmm. on anything collaborative. Like if one person's trying to control it all, usually you're not exploiting the potential of that that thing mm -hmm. in in this case a song once you bring three different people's perspective and you're right anthony is a monster on bass yes uh, it's usually i focus on the drummer um mm -hmm. pretty much every show but i every time i watch you guys i mean i can't stop looking at you guys <laughs> uh but man do i gravitate towards anthony he's a beast he's unreal yeah, it's he's like insane. he's just flowing in he, his parts are extremely complex he's and, gonna be uh, so mad at us for this whole little moment that's <laughs> happening right now because he's so like stop 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 all the time and we're like no dude like you need to understand that like you are one of the best at your craft and he just was like no he's no, like, part of our sound yeah sure. absolutely yeah well yeah you all add something very special to it um it's funny how humble as as people get better, people get more humble, and that that shows his character. Yeah. That's why I'm sure it's wonderful to work with Anthony. Oh, absolutely! But it's really cool when he uh, has his keyboard in front of him and he's playing with his right hand and tapping yeah. on the yeah. bass with his left. It's like, dude, come, come dude, on. We didn't even ask him to do that, yeah. too. He's just like, well, I think I can. And we're like, bro, dude, if you can't do it, it's all right. He's like, no, 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 I think I can do it. Like, <laughs> it's it's true, funny. It's I don't know if it's in some people's blood, but I played with a really great guy, Eric, uh, in my band called The Band Alexander in Indiana. And he was our bassist, and he played keyboard as well. And he insisted on doing the same thing in certain parts. He's like, no, I think I can. I think I can do it. I'm like live. He's like, yeah, yeah. And he did. Dude, that's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah. Our other guitarist played one show with a broken hand. He played in a cast and soloed. Yeah. It was the cool. Yeah, I was like, nah, dude, Chris. I'm a wuss. <laughs> yeah. no, no, that's one of the things that I love about art and music or just like the whole human experience is seeing like the ambition of wanting to do something and then being like, all right, I'm going to figure out how to do it. You know, that's a huge uh, motto I hold to myself and to the band. It's like whatever we want to do and we think we want to do we're gonna do it maybe not yet but we'll get there absolutely that's a, that's the only way you progress mm -hmm. but also i think you know if you 
watch Discord Theory on stage or PM Tiger or any any band that's proficient and they make it look easy but my goodness how difficult it is to get to that point you know in art like people don't see all of the failures and the wrong notes that are played before you guys ironed it out on stage yeah there's so much trial and error that goes into everything and just constantly flubbing something and then the worst of it is when you you almost get to that point of like maybe we shouldn't do this like this whole idea that we have right now and like you're about to scratch it and then someone's like let's try one more time and then it almost comes together and then it re-sparks it again uh-huh. that happens a lot <laughs> that's a beautiful thing yeah the ambition sometimes can get to your like having so many minds or so many open ideas but I really think it's when you can like find the compromise can be hard sometimes trust me especially for me sometimes but I'm always uh <laughs> more excited about the new fresher uh, idea that came from everybody than just like the solo idea 100 uh, percent. speaking of compromise how do you because i've heard i i heard this quote and i never forgot it that art is never finished it's just abandoned one of my favorite quotes of all time yeah so how do you say all right we're done with this song we need to record it <laughs> That's yeah, we we uh, we set the scheduling dates, and so no, I'm just joking. <laughs> you know, you're kind, you are joking, but you're sometimes, not. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it does happen like that, but we definitely try to take put an extra time to f- make sure we feel satisfied before we go in there. Um, I don't know, man. It's a tough feeling. Uh, you definitely know when, at least personally, like when you're not happy with what you're playing, even if it's just your part. And I feel like when everyone's happy with what they're playing and it sounds cohesive. And a lot of times we'll take these songs, you know, we'll play them live a little bit before we go to record them. And if we get a decent amount of relatively positive feedback from it, that's usually indicators of like, you know what, I think we're in a good spot with this and it's time to start focusing on other things too. I guess for me, it's more when um, there's there's like a certain feeling of euphoria that I get when I feel like a song is like at its most hype or like it's really portraying the sentiment that I envisioned or that I'm hoping that it portrays. So I guess when I feel like it's truly hit all those feelings, that's when I feel satisfied with it. But then uh, stuff will happen. I'll be like, oh, I like what you're doing, Steven. But then we'll get into the studio and it'll be like, oh, this thing just sparked. And, you know, you got to save a little room for experimentation in the studio too. I'm wildly guilty of writing my parts, (laughs) newer, cooler parts, like in the studio when it's crunch time i'm like wait a minute i just had this really cool idea let me figure it out real quick there's nothing wrong with that honestly that's a beautiful thing about the process is that it's open if you are open to that Mm -hmm. and that's why you guys make even more magic my band i referenced them earlier the band alexander when we were in the studio recording our first ep our guitarist chris who actually worked on websites with us on name and creative which is really cool. cool he helps us you know he moonlights and and helps us he's he's awesome chris dieter shout out to you and he's the guy who played within a cast so he's a a beast (laughs) he's the legend and but uh he was just noodling around when because we we all recorded at the same time which was cool in different rooms oh that's for for those four songs it was awesome i i want to always do that it was so cool um there's something raw about that and then you feed off each other's energy in that moment it comes through in the recording i would love to do a record like that one day one of my favorite bands asinos midwest 
their first few records. They said it was for budgetary reasons, but I think it's just because they liked it. Uh, mm-hmm. But they did their first few records. They did all the band recording live, and then they would just do the vocals later. Oh yeah, sweet. Yeah, that we did the vocals later. Yeah, that yeah. was the only thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and yeah, backup vocals and some percussion. You know, yeah, maybe add a little extra third guitar stuff, but yeah. yeah. Right. You do like the the bulk of it, and there is some magic to creating that magic in that room in that moment, and something about that take that you can never like take away. <laughs> exactly. For lack of a better word. <laughs> for for me as a drummer, I was able to feed truly off yeah. that energy in that moment because sometimes it's harder when you're yeah. alone and everybody's just, just watching like, you. All you hear is click. Very familiar. Yeah. But now it's like my best friend is that click. Absolutely. But to finish that part, uh, the producer was behind the glass and uh, Chris was just noodling around and uh, just like getting warmed up in between takes. And the producer was like, hey, uh, what were you just playing there? Play that. That could be the bridge. Because we had a, a bridge and it changed the entire song as far as the bridge and it was it's super duper cool now that's awesome yeah it was way better and 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 it wasn't even us who decided this is going to be the new bridge it came from externally someone else hearing that was badass yeah do that what if you did that at the bridge and we were all like oh and boom that's the coolest thing when you have like a producer too that like feels like another member in the band that like is comfortable like adding their own input and like understands your vision too that there's nothing better than that a hundred percent it like adds to the creative environment yeah, and just like the producer is so important absolutely yeah. mm-hmm. and and it was like two days it was it was a saturday and a sunday all day it was like we lived there yeah and so we kind of it was like a mini family for two days and we didn't leave you know it was just it, it's so special when you do that and and it's cool because we can look back on that album yeah. and you remember all those times i remember him noodling and then where that bridge came from where how we all crowded around a mic to do the haze yeah you know and things like that it's just it never leaves you and uh, the beautiful thing is that that's carried through the music and then other people create their own memories and experience from it and it's all a beautiful journey not to get all Whatever. Lewis, I'm crying. <laughs> I'm literally crying. Tears. Tears. Real well, I'm tears. Just in a good mood. <laughs> oh, good. No. But honestly, good that's that's what it's about. It's. I mean, that is truly what music is about. Like, I'm sure. I guarantee it. One thousand percent. Someone has listened to your music and cried their eyes out. That being being connected. Thank you. It was me, but <laughs> <laughs> you're like this is gold. <laughs> I've never heard anything more perfect. I'm like, oh my god, I feel these things that I wrote so good. <laughs> this guy really knows me. <laughs> All right, I want to dig into some stuff. Um, oh, yeah. at, so, it's great being in a band. It's it's so rewarding, but with like high reward, there's there's lows. And I just wanted to like kind of talk about what are some of the most difficult parts of being in a band, being in a collective you know, group that works on one painting together with five brushes. That's your nice way of asking for the dirt, bro. <laughs> the dirt, what's the worst part of being in Discord? Uh, no, you wanna take it, Steven? Uh, I would say one of the hardest parts of like being in a band is all of the things that come along that have nothing to do with music. Like being in a band, you're not just a musician, you're a model, you're a photographer, you're a videographer, you're a, a spokesperson, you're a, you're the marketing team, you're everything all at the same time. And that 
um, sucks, <laughs> just to put it bluntly, like having to take on all of these different roles. When you just want to make music. Yeah, yeah, like literally the whole reason we did this is because we like music and like jamming and hanging out and drinking when we're all together and you know, whatever. Um, I would say social media is probably the the hardest thing overall and trying to like put out a, I don't know, like almost like a visual product that is not representative of the music but is still like relating to as many people as you can and having to have like a whole social media presence and being this wacky like you know i'm this guy on the internet and that's hard because it's already like you know i i don't act like the way i am right now on stage i'm significantly worse on stage um (laughs) and you're always like a heightened version of yourself but you need to be a completely different version of yourself on social media posting any sort of like video content like we filmed some stuff today to announce some things that are coming up and whatnot and you know it's like what what how are we going to make this different than what everybody else is doing we all just sit there in like silence for 10 minutes like think about like what's a unique idea and that's why are you giving away all our secrets bro the secrets of struggling yeah (laughs) all our behind the scenes how we make the sauce bro no we just these ideas just come out of us we don't have to worry about them at all we're perfect oh yeah Uh, yeah yeah that for me personally i think that's probably the most difficult thing is and like also just coming up with like visual art that represents the music as well oh what are we going to do for the album art for this what are we going to do for the single art we need new t-shirt design ideas and it's like uh, oh my god like uh, what do these lyrics mean to you what do they mean to you how do we try to make everybody's ideas all get represented in this art that's where it really starts to get difficult because we're all musicians trying to think like every other type of artist that is not a musician <laughs> and marketing people that that's at least that's for me i don't know about you oh for a personal journey of the band it's really been like you know even with our first drummer through now we've well, we don't have any drummer problems now because we don't really have a drummer <laughs> we're single right now as lewis says uh, <laughs> but you know it's just finding hard finding someone that sees the vision of what we have and just wants to put the same amount of work. It's hard to always not find that just with drummers, but even with peer bands that want to work with you or promoters or just in the industry in general, just trying to find people that are on the same page as you and trying to have the same vibe. And I don't know, but we're all just trying to help each other and not in a, I'm trying to get something out of you way or that's the stuff that I really, care about and I feel like it's difficult for me because I just want to help everybody so you know not that I've gotten stabbed in the back or anything but it is just like you know yet it just can be a lot sometimes yeah that's why it's so important to find genuine people yeah um who you you connect with because you're gonna go on a ride and a half oh yeah together but also what you mentioned like wearing all of the hats mm-hmm. you know for me on the on the I'm, I'm connected with music but i'm thinking also on the business side of things and being maybe not a startup now but starting up you have to wear so many hats like i was doing my books at one point i was i was working on every aspect of production while making sure that i was invoicing on time and being, oh, i gotta get some invoices out tonight but it's like it's ridiculous um and uh that also is a testament to like you have genuine care in what you're doing. There's a there's a serious passion with what you do because otherwise you'd be like, ah, this is too hard. I'm gonna just like chill yeah. and do something else. It, I, 
I've noticed that, I mean, Jordan and his band and so many. <laughs> We're allowed so... to talk about Jordan. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jordan's here. <laughs> but really, it's like it's admirable when you watch people chugging through because there is so much time it takes to build up to actually be successful in the music realm. That's why so many people don't make it. It's a grind, but you have to have that passion, have the right people that you connect with along the way. Otherwise, it's gonna be real extra difficult. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, at least you're enjoying yourselves along the way. And I mean, from what you guys are doing, it's it's successful. There's no doubt about it. And and it's only up from, from here. Fingers crossed. Of it. Yeah. Um, but I am a fan of what you guys do on social media. Like you always have clever videos and stuff. It's really cool. We try to be as unique and like just entertaining as possible. Or like, what do we want to watch? Because we like movies a lot. And we like you know, whatever comic books, anime, all that stuff. So I don't know. I always try to think of like, what do I want to see? What would, what would we be laughing about? And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and how do we film it? I'm lucky to have Steven because he's really good at filming stuff. So. Yeah, they're they're well done. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I do them uh, with my phone. <laughs> it's amazing what you can do with your phone. Now. I know, right? It's crazy. Um, I still like I browse the web on my laptop. I can't be doing research on my phone. I gotta yeah. I gotta see it bigger screen. Big screen, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I basically just like Steven, Here are my ideas. How do we get these shots? I, I want to <laughs> do this video, and then and then he just like stares at me, and I'm like, oh, so it's my my idea now. All right, got it. Okay. <laughs> so I want us to be on the moon, and then I want us to be in a spaceship. Then we're landing. Then he's like, we don't have the budget for that. <laughs> <laughs> Find it. Find the budget. Come on. <laughs> Hey, what's up? We are PM Tiger. Hope you're enjoying the Discord 3 episode. Make sure to check out our album, Eight Ways from Dire Straits. They're the homies. Hey, and tune into episode 7 where we get to talk to the Naaman about our songwriting process, our practices, exclusive content, and so much more. And make sure to stream our brand new single coming out August 30th called Mr. Big Shot. We are PM Tiger. Now that we got the worst part about it, what's your favorite part about being in Discord theory? The fate? No. Um, honestly, it, it's being with my boys. I, I know that sounds so cliche and just so dorky, but like, I love these dudes so much. And like, Lewis kind of just oh. taking a sh- shush. I did that earlier. Uh, <laughs> Lewis just kind of like taking a, uh, a a stab at me, knowing nothing about me, just based off of like Anthony going like, I work with this dude that plays guitar. And like I had never been in a rock band before or anything like that, so it was kind of new for me too. And like now we're we're all the bestest of friends, and we get to write music together and play shows and travel the country and stuff. Like it's a lot of work, but like honestly, they make it worthwhile. I'm crying again. No, <laughs> for me, going to make me cry. Um, uh, everything you said definitely plus. For me, just to throw something different. Oh, yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah, Thursday. sure. Uh, now, for me, it's really the fulfilling experience. One of the live performance of it all coming together, putting all those hours, making sure everything's clicking, the little extra stuff where we're like, oh, let's all jump like this here, or like I'm going to throw my guitar in the air for no reason here, and uh, that stuff. But also in the recording experience is really fulfilling for me, watching, um, which goes to the... Uh, live performance too, but watching something that didn't exist anywhere in anyone's mind before 
So you walked into that studio and you recorded it that day and then you created something that nobody else could have created except everybody that was in that room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the beauty of art in general is you've literally created something that was not there before that nobody else could have made because it's in your heads, it's in your talent, it's in your fingers, it's in your vocal cords. It's something super special about that. But I couldn't agree more that like even even with this business, like the people that I surround myself with and work with, that's the most important thing. Same with my clients. I've turned down clients and partnerships. It's like now we're all friends. There's, that's so important because like what are we doing in life? Like I'm just going to have a bad time all day? Yeah. <laughs> Screw that. No, it's, it's super important even from like the creative aspect too. Like if you don't gel well with the people that you're working with, like you're never going to create a product that you're fully happy with and like if you're fully if you're not fully happy with it like how do you expect other people to feel like I don't know I don't exactly know how to put this into words but like I wouldn't feel comfortable putting out a product that I would want other people to try to resonate with almost like how can you get excited how can other people get excited about your your art if, if, if you're, you're not, not excited yeah absolutely that, that's what I'm trying to say yeah yeah and people can see through that now like mm-hmm. there's so much fluff out there especially now you're like can I feel that yeah. are there hearts in it eh. and even if you're starting to feel that then the answer is likely no yeah you know especially if you're the one doing it you should probably rethink your inks you know hundred percent um, yeah in the comments say what movie that is from I'm gonna have to rethink my inks on this one do you guys know that uh, what was the reference again hint is Chris Farley uh, oh man but yeah. No. Yeah. I've never gone too deep into Chris Farley outside of like, you know, the ones with David Kennedy. Is that his name? David Spade? David Spade. Are <laughs> we just making up people over here? <laughs> you know, I like the Adam Sandler crew. It's just been a minute. They haven't made a good movie I like, so I'm kind of blanking on the names. Uh, uh, well, there was gold back yeah, in the day. Totally, so, I mean, that's man. really hard to live up to. Yeah. Right um, now, I'm more about the Seth Rogen crew, all right? I moved on. I've grown up. I'm more sophisticated now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I watch Seth Rogen movies It's now. way more sophisticated. <laughs> Have you guys not seen that show, Platonic? It's pretty it's good great. on Apple it's TV+. Good. Plus. Yeah. Sponsored. Not just joking. Whoa. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, make sure you go check out Platonic. Immediately canceled. <laughs> Starring Seth Rogen and Rose Byrne. Dude, uh, <laughs> wow! Cut it, cut it. No, honestly, Apple TV is putting out great stuff. They um, are. They Silo are. is a great mm-hmm. uh, show. Mm-hmm. If you've seen that, uh, Severance. That was another really good one. I watch a lot of their stuff. Even they're like not as good stuff. It's still slightly better than like a lot of other places. You know what I mean? Stylistically, but, yeah. too. You yeah. can, uh, especially with Severance and Silo, you can almost tell that it's made by Apple. Yeah. Like their design, their, their aesthetic goes all over. And for me, like being a branding geek, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're scratching my itch. I'm just like my legs going. I'm like, <laughs> did you guys know that in movies, um, if you're a bad guy, you're not allowed to use Apple products. You have to use Android. Only good guys have a. Uh, Apple f- products and movies and TV shows. So Is like, that real or are you making this? No, up? I promise. Look it up. And then sometimes that's even spoiled movies or like characters being a bad guy because they'd be like, oh, he's not using an iPhone. That must mean they're going to probably turn into being a bad guy. And it, it happens. Yeah. You just spoiled every movie yeah. in the future yeah, for me. Yeah. yeah. But it's so But true. we have iPhones just to clear it up. <laughs> Honestly, we got, we're surrounded by Mac in here. but So. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, I got to know this one, yeah. uh, and there's two parts to this question. First part, what is your favorite show 
that you've ever played? And you probably both have a different answer, but I'm just mm. curious about that favorite show. I, I feel like I know your answer to this. It's actually kind of funny that I wore this shirt. Yeah, I, I, knew, <laughs> I knew this was the answer. You go first while I think very hard okay, about this. Um, so we got to open up for one of my favorite bands of all time that's huge inspiration for me musically, lyrically. The first band that really made me think about the lyrics deeper and made me want to also write lyrics myself, that's Bayside. Uh, I think it was like 2019, if I remember correctly. Sounds they, right. they did a, um, a contest for bands in each city of their tour that year could compete, and they would win to open up the show in the city. And we entered and rallied all the DT fam, and everybody kept voting every day, and we freaking won. And then we got to open up for them at the Orpheum, basically sold that show. Um, great experience. Uh, just even getting to play with them and then we got to talk to jack the guitar player a lot and he was super cool and then they gave us a huge shout out on stage um it was just a dream country experience honestly as far as like seeing your hard work pay off into something and then something that uh, going back to like something about ambitions like something that i used to tell myself like when i was a teenager like one day i'm gonna play with bayside and you know and it and actually happened did. yeah that is there's nothing better than that yeah. i mean that's the dream right there. And I'm I am cool. wearing the Bayside shirt from that show, actually. Yeah, so that's are. a funny quinky dink. <laughs> All right, I've been racking my brain this whole time, and that one's easily in my top three because, uh, again, like the only reason we got to play that show in the first place is because it was open voting by fans of local bands that all the places that Bayside was going to on that tour, they were like, we're going to have a local band open each each date based on the votes of the community. So the fact that, like, People went out of their way, their way to, you know, and they vote were checking for, us. for bots too because my family in Ecuador was voting and they emailed us about that. They were like, "We see some votes in South America," so I had to like explain to them that I was from South America and that my family was voting down there. Yeah, so that was like a big thing, and I, I'm unbelievably in love with every single person that voted on in our favor for that. It was such an incredible experience. If I had to throw another one in the hat though, it would be also 2019. We got to play Gasparilla music festival and that was the first time we ever got to play anything that was considered a festival as a band. And so you I know. hate to correct you brother, but oh, okay. I do believe it was 2020 just because that's oh, also yeah. the year it was, of yeah. the pandy. The pandy. That's what we're now. calling it now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that was like the last show that we really Literally, did before we like played the pandemic that weekend hit. and on Monday everything was closing down. Yeah, so it was like, you know, we had hit like a really high mark in the band and then all of a sudden <laughs> like full stop. But it was a really really cool show being able to play for I mean, there were a few hundred people in front of our little stage that mm -hmm. we were playing on. Yeah, it was a multi-stage festival and everything, but it was so much fun and getting to see old friends and fans and stuff like that out there and then a whole bunch of new people were out there as well and we got to see a bunch of bands that we love out there it was a really really cool and fun experience very Still different getting people being like where do i know you from and then i'd be like well i played this show this show They're like oh no gasparilla 2020 i remember yep. uh no that was a great one for sure very professional as far as like bigger that's our first festival we played too and it's like just big festival professionalism and yeah. yeah, I could agree with that, my dude. That That's would be so cool. I was I was waiting to hear uh, in my old band uh, that we shared the stage right around the corner down here at Floridian Social. Because mm -hmm. for me, that was a really special show. 
because I love that venue. Like that, such a cool vibe. The sound is great. There were like fire dancers and aerial acrobatics after that. you guys played in, in between our sets. Oh, that was a fun one. So cool. But yeah. then like I got to play with you guys. Uh, you know, uh, uh, share the stage. I've literally played in the same band as you, Lou, but like sharing the stage with you guys, that was that was super special for me. So literally one of my favorites. That one was a lot of fun. That that room is so cool. It's huge. Yeah. Massive room. Yeah. And we filled it out. It was pretty good. Yeah, it, was it was nice. It was pretty good showing. Yeah, yeah. it was a good show for sure. So, yeah. That room's hard to fill, so <laughs> beautiful space though. Um, I You had mentioned it earlier. You got some stuff coming up. And by the time that this releases... I believe that thing will have happened, but mm. I believe you have an album. Are we doing time travel in the podcast? Bro, let's go in the future real quick. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to our album so far. We are in Inception <laughs> right now. Uh, no, you want to you wanna take the lead on this one? Oh, I dude? get to do it? Ooh, yeah, okay. Know, so our debut. I want to see what it means to you. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, it means the world. Uh, I'm crying for the third time. No, our, our debut full-length album is coming out on July 26th. It is called Eight Ways from Dire Straits. We've been working on this album for like four years. I I think four and a half years maybe. COVID put a massive, massive wrench in everything. But uh, through thick and thin, we made it out the other side and continued writing the album and put together a whole bunch of different stuff. And it, it's finally, it's happening. Like it's, it's finally happening. It's just crazy to think that like after all this time, this work is finally going to have paid off and we get to birth this baby together yeah. and watch watch her grow up. The first full length, which is exciting, you know. Uh, it's very hard as a band, not only to get enough songs that you feel like, oh, these are all really, really good, but also just to even last long enough as a band to get a full length out. So mm-hmm. very proud of this moment. I think it's um, really everything we want wanted to say sound-wise, lyric-wise, about these last few years of our lives, um, musically, like I'm saying, and lyrically, it's just really all there, and I'm happy with every note, every word, everything's been thought out, there isn't a single thing that we weren't like, wait, we didn't check that out, uh, but no, it's um, very happy, it's uh, very much about finding yourself in a hard world or just where people might tell you you can't do things and just believing that you can. Heck yeah. I mean, that seems like a classic story of like music or art in general is, I mean, it's hard for people to believe like, are you really going to do that? And you're like, yeah, I'm going to work my ass off and I'm going to, I'm going to do this because I'm telling you that I'm going to do it and we're going to just work towards it. And you guys are making it happening. Yeah. Yeah. Happen. Um, I was gonna ask what what makes this one so special, but I think I think you kind of just explained it. Oh, I, like through all of the different setbacks and everything, we yeah. still made it. I think that's what makes it so special. Like we put out an EP not Boy. too long after I joined the band, actually, and that one in a weird way was like very seamless. Like it just kind of came out. Not to say that like we don't like that EP or anything, but that was very different. That one came very easily. This one came through a lot of struggle. And I think that's what makes this one a little bit more special for us. Awesome. I'm sure we'll be able to hear it. And definitely in like the podcast notes and everything, we're going to have a link so that people can go right to it. Sweet. So yeah, you guys will hopefully get plenty of new fans. Um, I'm confident from this. Put in the comments what your favorite song is. <laughs> Hell yeah. Please. Yeah. Nice. I know I'll be. Okay. So we've reached a moment 
Uh-oh. in the show. We're going to do the rapid fire section. Okay. <laughs> Here we are. I was not ready. <laughs> I wasn't ready for rapid fire. We, uh, I, I intentionally don't give you any. We don't talk about it. I don't sh- send questions before. <laughs> Screw all that. Uh-oh. I want you to be like, oh, what, what's right. coming? So obviously rapid fire you can take as long as you want but it's kind <laughs> no, of fun to don't keep think. it short yeah where's your timer bro i need a little sandy thingy the little sand clock. you want to trade off Jordan's you do one i'll do another we'll go back and forth yeah whatever you all right do. you take the first one then <laughs> well i want to hear both your answers okay. all right okay, okay. 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 So, you're still yeah. going first though when okay. we answer so i can think yeah right it depends <laughs> on who needs to think longer about mm-hmm. it okay so first one is what's your biggest source of inspiration he mentioned it already, but Bayside is definitely up in the top you three mean, for sure. Oh, did you mean like life or like <laughs> or like musical? I needed that was a broad question, man. I was like, I was starting to think about my life, but uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I would say made it pretty. <laughs> that's, it. that's it we're done can we start over no that's it next one that wasn't like an edit that was no he just stopped talking i just wasn't sure hey, i was about to be like yeah so I, like i find a lot of inspiration in my life and like you know the struggles of me and my friends and that i see well no that's it so there you go not rapid fire but that that was my answer i guess the biggest inspiration is mountain dew that's it <laughs> That's perfect. All right. Now, nah, nah, that was just a tester one. Right? That was Let's our do... warm-up question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. What about your favorite book? Oh, I can't read. Oh, no. I'm <laughs> dyslexic. It's hard. I don't read. I'm sorry. I only read comic books, but I'll go with Ultimate Spider-Man. Sure. Ultimate yeah. Spider-Man. All right. If I had to name one, uh, A Brave New World. That was probably one of the last books that I read from beginning to end. That was really, really good. Noted. Messed up, but like a good book at the same time. Okay. Good deal. Well, this one maybe. From the source of inspiration you've already hit it but um usually it's not a musical guest on the show although we're gonna have plenty of bands on here it's which is oh, so yeah. cool uh but uh what's your favorite musical artist slash album Ooh, i know it's like well, the, now you gave me time to warm album. up and now i have a better answer okay. you go first no no i'm now i'm thinking musical album uh like you want it separate or does it have to be the same band doesn't have to be the same okay band. okay okay um Probably one of the biggest like ambitions, like made me want to be more ambitious, is a band called The Deer Hunter and the Act Four of The Deer Hunter. It's just one of the greatest albums I've ever heard in my life, and I'm just like, man, one day I want to write music that big and ambitious, and all the strings, all the piano, all the vocals, all the transitions from songs to song. They're Dude, just a they're great so band. That whole album is like a magnum opus. Yeah. It's uh-huh. so good. Yeah, I would say Lies for the Liars by The Used. Oh my god, that's Massive such a fan. good album. I it's love it. So they nailed it. They caught this vibe mm-hmm. that you can't reproduce. Mm-mm. I don't know what that is, but every time I put that on, I'm like transported. I can't skip a single song on that album. Every time I hear it, I like I'll put one song on. I'm like, all right, well now I have to listen to the rest of it. 100%. And I'm like, don't don't talk to me. I'm in my like in enclosure right now. I'm having enrichment time. <laughs> oh man, I'm glad that I resonate so fully with both of those answers. Yes. So, so good answers. Thank you. You won. You won. Rapid yes. Fire. <laughs> Jordan has your prizes over there. They're a pen. <laughs> a half drink beer and a pen. Take a picture with the pen. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. How do you f- define success? Um, I would say just being proud of the product that you've put out. Lack of a better word, yeah, personal fulfillment. So yeah. similar. Love it. 
Mm-hmm. Love it. Uh, for musicians, uh, usually I ask, what's your favorite business tool? However, what's your favorite instrument? Drums. <laughs> I really thought he was going to say something. Drums, probably. Yeah, you are very drum-minded for yeah. somebody that does not play drums at all. Yeah. That's the correct answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. no. For me, it's bass. I, I started out as a bassist, so I neither think of the instruments that we play. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that funny? I I all, when I wrote that question, I was like, I I wonder if they're gonna both say different instruments than they actually play. Yeah, but I have seen you play bass, and the first time I saw you play bass, it was at Crowbar, and it was for a Halloween show, mm-hmm. and you were wearing a scream mask. Yep, and uh, I didn't know you always wore gloves. I just thought it was for that show. That was the first time I'd ever done it. Oh, okay. I wore it for the costume and was like, wait, this feels so right and have started doing it ever since. This is unique. But yeah. I was like, oh, maybe there's something to that. But it's funny because I didn't know who I hadn't seen that band. What's that band? Mortal Sons. There you go. And uh, and I was like, damn, that bass player. No joke. I was like, <laughs> that bass player is getting it. And then after the show, I saw you take off the mask i'm like oh my god it's steven <laughs> it's me it was so cool i was like no way he's a great guitarist and he's playing bass in another band i, I was i was super duper impressed no, thank you so much yeah so um that that was that was so cool but that band is cool too man um you guys catch a very particular vibe it's very niche yeah spooky heavy jazz yeah I think. Yeah, it's very fun. It's really cool. Um, just goes to show, like... Love the Mortal Boys. Want to make it a proper shout-out. Oh, thanks for the shout-out, Lewis. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but it really is, like, a Wanted to confirm that I agreed. I didn't want people to be like, is he just sitting there in silence, me, like, shaking his head? <laughs> Steven's talking about another band on our podcast. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What do you love doing outside of music? Uh... I like movies and video games a lot. They're very um, fulfilling, both intellectually and for me. And I don't know, they they add a lot of creativity into my music. And they also help me relax because I'm always working on stuff. But they it's it's weird because that's the beauty of both movies and or like whatever you want to call movie, TV shows, and video games. They can either as an art form, they can either make you think more than you ever thought about anything before, or they can completely just wind you down and relax. So that's what I do with a lot of my spare time when I'm not working on band stuff or booking stuff. I just try to do that, and I love it. I'm happy that my girlfriend isn't one of those people that's like, you play too many games. I'm like, <laughs> this is all I got. <laughs> to to have a girlfriend supportive of you in music and then, like, your, your other time, I mean, that's something special. Yeah. And, and that's honestly a big piece of the puzzle is to have supportive you know people behind you for these endeavors so but you had also mentioned uh your booking you yes. want to plug your your booking let's do it uh so yeah i book a lot locally in tampa but i'm really trying to spread out more central florida and try to book for more specific bands that i really want to help out uh, but companies called healthy phoenix but then we're also I'm also going to transition into more of like a management thing. Like I'm saying, uh, still book shows locally, but more concentrate on bands that I really like, like Mortal Sons or, you know, PM Tiger, or my friends in Holly Glen and try to see how we can all help each other and tighten the connections and create more of the community and the facades of management. But it really is just us hanging out and sharing 
our knowledge and sharing our ideas and how we can all help grow each other. Love it. Yeah. I also play video games. Uh, <laughs> that's my big outlet. I wonder why you guys get along. I know, right? It's crazy. <laughs> now, video games in a weird way, it's like, you know, being a musician, you're like a normal person by day and then like a like a superhero at night. You know, like, you have like, you have like your whole different persona. And I think video games give you that same satisfaction yeah, yeah, of getting yeah. to be somebody you aren't normally. And it's kind of like a similar kind of like itch your scratch and sort of thing. That's, that's my uh, way of justifying that I play too many video games, mom. <laughs> Oh, there's something to it. That's clear. There's studies, Mom. Video games are good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't sit too close to the TV. You're right. I'll get a giant screen TV, Mom. I'll take my, my VR headset Dude, now off. the TVs are literally like at <laughs> our eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> old, old, older generations like you guys. But, uh, That's exactly uh, what I told you not to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, uh, what does um, Discord theory look like in five to ten years? I just kind of talk about your future goals. I'm curious as we wind down. National, international tours. Yeah, this, that's our full-time job. Like mm. We get to make money and support ourselves with that craft solely. Awesome. Yeah, that's the dream. Yeah, right that's it. Yeah, yeah. Even if we have some kind of like side jobs, like I continue doing booking stuff and Steven teaches and that kind of stuff. Because even like bigger musicians have side hustles, but like the main thing is like the band and then everything else is like to the side, you know what I mean? Absolutely. That's the definitely the goal. For sure. Okay, last question before I'm going to ask you guys to play a couple songs for us. Oh. But uh, yes, special. But I wanted to give some people although there's been plenty of advice throughout this but what's like one tangible piece of advice that each of you would tell someone listening let me let me clarify your question a little bit is this still pertaining to music or just like general advice because i would say like do your taxes like, <laughs> <laughs> okay so that's general general that out of the way. <laughs> and yeah if someone wants to be a musician or you know be in a band they're just not sure that's a lot of people man I get it all the time, like, oh, I'm not creative. Oh, I could never play guitar. And it's like, well, you could if you put in the hours and the work. The only person in your way is you. And that's like, it seems so vague, but in any form of the arts, like your biggest critic is you. Like your biggest source of inspiration is you at the end of the day by how you perceive your surroundings and everything like that. So you're at the same time, your biggest asset and your biggest detriment try not to let that get in the way stay determined stay focused like yes you're gonna get unfocused and be sidetracked all the time that's just what it's like to be human but at the end of the day as long as you just stay devoted and dedicated to your craft whatever you want to achieve with it you will get there i would say take time to find your voice whether it's that you're a little singer or you're talking about the message that you're trying to portray through your art um for me personally, like I used to, I like a lot of like pop punk and post hardcore and all those guys sing super duper freaking high all the time. And I used to always try to sing like that and think like I couldn't sing and stuff. But then like I got into different styles of music or just started experimenting with my vocal tones a lot more and really found something that not only I think it's unique and people really seem to like, but that I, I like too, you know, not, I don't feel any self, self-conscious. I mean, always trying to push myself and do even weirder stuff, honestly. But, uh, or even if you're trying to say that through musically, a lot of people feel like sometimes they're reaching a little bit too much in a lot of spaces, but definitely try to hone in what's working for you and find your strengths and then use those, you know? 
Doesn't mean you don't get to experiment, but you know, just find what your strengths are and put those at the forefront of what you do. Oh man, that is solid advice. Um, I'm gonna leave it there. I, you guys are gonna play a couple of songs, but uh, before that, because we're gonna end the show on that. But uh, I just wanted to thank you guys for being a source of inspiration for me. No joke. Um, oh, no, thank I'm you. honored to be friends of yours and be inspired by you like consistently. I love to be able to just pop you on. I listen to you guys all the way down here to this Aww. spot. And it's just like every song, I'm just like, banger. I'm just like, it's so great. Um, so I just can't thank you enough for doing what you do, for, for being my friend, for coming on the show. It means a lot. Dude, thanks for hosting such an awesome podcast and highlighting other people within our community. Like without people like you, people like us wouldn't be able to reach out to more people. So I mean, like where it's all mutually beneficial at the end of the day and you are the man. You're the sweetest, my dude. It's been a pleasure rocking out with you and being part of projects with you throughout the years. Like um, Even when you were talking about your bass friend, it's like you never know someone who you might have worked with in some way where they're going to be and how you can all work together towards something bigger. So I'm glad that we're still doing that kind of stuff till this day. too, man. Uh, love you guys. Love you too, buddy. <laughs> What's up, guys? We're Discord Theory, and this song is called Tidal Wave. You see, I do it like it's never been done before. I'm saying things that they haven't reached from the bottom of my heart and every limb between. It's this feeling that I will set you that something wasn't clear in my tone and my speech, but I digress. Ignite some hope, show them just what I'm made of, a rebel soul, an awkward voice with motivation. I hear the tapping of feet. I thought I was done for And suddenly they started to sing The words from my mouth And dance to the beats If you ever felt like you've been labeled And now cast and the free Let it go Join right in But you just dream That you're the tidal wave That's made its way to show show them just what you're made of and they will run to destroy with aspiration
massive show sure I'm wasting my talents Go back to school Maybe you'll be better there With that cool Previously generate So what now I use my talents What will you do Try and inspire them Even us schools Have a trick up our sleeves for you guys. This one's called Call of Destiny. And are you doing okay? You're acting all bit manic. Has your luck been tragic? You look like you've had it. There's one thing you should know. No matter how much darkness, there is just like a light there. You see it in your iris. Even though it seems so hard some days, I promise there's a way off the shore and away from where we've been. Cause I heard the call is just shot. 
something I should tell you I can't believe this happened Is this a force of magic or am I being dramatic? There's one thing that I know No matter how we got here It doesn't make a difference A past or astrologic Even though We're worlds apart some days The stars will guide my way Past the sea towards the coast of your embrace I heard the knowledge I shine Thank you. Guys crushed it.